welcome to another sparkling edition of The Thoughts Police, the probably most outrageous podcast you'll ever hear. Uh, thanks to Kevin O'Sullivan, who is here with me, uh, my partner in crime. I'm Mike Graham, of course. We are with Audio Boom, uh, and we'll be bringing you this week's news in a variety of ways, some of which might fucking surprise you. <laughs> it fucking will, fucking I think. Fucking hell, what a week I've had. Yeah, of course, you have had the fucking... Well, that was the biggest news of the week. The biggest news of the week, right? And some people who might have heard me explain about this on my show don't really know the whole, the whole story, because I managed to lose my fucking briefcase. Nobody knows where it is. And up until now, it still hasn't turned up, as a result of which I've had to buy myself a new iPad, because I can't really do without one. Yeah. And I can't wait for the insurance company, because yeah. they're now making all sorts of noises about whether or not I qualify to, to claim for it. Bloody, bloody, bloody. I don't really give a fuck, to be honest. But I bought a new briefcase at the weekend, bought a new iPad, so we're back in business. But it's the strangest thing, because I walked out of this building... And I wasn't sure I had it with me. And you know when you do lose something, yeah. you start to go back in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember to... you retracing your steps yeah, last you week to with me and stuff. Steps, and you think, I definitely didn't have it here, or I definitely did have it there. The best thing I can assume happened is that I basically walked out. We checked the CCTV in the office. Yeah, because you definitely came out of the building with it. Walked out of the yeah. building, apparently, with a bag. On CCTV, um, yeah. So I, I definitely got to the car but somehow it didn't make it into the car. Yeah. And, you know, trouble is people have now said two things to me. Somebody said, what if one of those, you know, scooter thieves, like, cut it as it was over your shoulder and you didn't notice? Because I was on the phone as I was walking. I think I would notice. If yeah, look, I, I, what I reckon you did, uh, and I've done it myself, you go into the car park, you're, you're putting things in your car, you're opening the car door, and you put... Uh, your briefcase on the car next to it or on a nearby yeah, on the wall and then like you that. get in the fucking car and yeah. you drive Because, you know, off. funnily enough, the previous, I think, two days before, because um, it had been one of those weird weeks, I almost thought I'd lost my AirPods. It turned out they'd fallen through, you know, there was a hole in my jacket pocket. <laughs> yeah, the bad and they'd, yeah, they'd fallen through into the yeah. lining, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, they yeah. were fucking missing. Fuck and I found them. And then the next day, um, I was in the car park and I went to um, get in the car and start it. And I'd had quite a few things in my hands. And uh, as I pressed, it's a push-button start. It said, smart key not found. And I thought, hang on a minute, I've only just opened the fucking car. <laughs> so the smart key must be on me, otherwise right, where is it? Right. I opened the door, get out, it was on the floor. Fuck I'd it. obviously See, somehow think... dropped it, right? Yeah. But the bag is a, it's a, it's a brief, it's a good size your trouble. Your problem is, because you had an iPad in it, yeah. normally what they do, they nick the iPad yeah. and probably leave the bag. They just leave the bag. But you, your bag was a very attractive bag. It was bag, quite a nice a really bag. Really nice bag. The, the most I like mysterious, your replacement, by the way. This one that's, I brought in next. That's, that's um, nice. Which, that's nice. Which was actually cheaper than the other one. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, it was quite hard finding a briefcase because I went shopping on Saturday, went to this place where there was an Apple store, bought a new iPad, and I thought, I know, I'll find a briefcase. Could I find a fucking shop that sold briefcases? And this was in Tunbridge Wells in yeah. Kent, right? A whole shopping centre, only one shop had a briefcase. Fucking hell. Isn't that amazing? I remember uh, I've got one that's made by Mulberry, and Henrietta, my oh, very wife, nice. bought it for that's me. That's quite an expensive Fucking one, expensive. Yeah. It was about, I said, Jesus Christ, you got me a Mulberry. How much was that? And it turned out it was about 680 fucking, hell. fucking quid. This was like 38. Uh, yeah, but it's very it's very classic. Yes. Uh, my one, yes. uh, it just looks like. But you see, I've a, a no thought, frills briefcase. I, I yeah. used to have a rule, right, where I thought I'm never going to have an expensive lighter. I'm never going to have expensive yeah, sunglasses yeah. because I'll fucking lose them, right? So I used to have disposable lighters all the time. Yeah. I eventually did buy a pair of Ray Bans, but of course they were also in the fucking briefcase. Yeah. yeah when I started smoking uh, at the age of eleven. Um, <laughs> it's true. The Did first you? time I tried to give up fucking smoking, I was twelve. <laughs> so that was the first time I tried to give up. Anyway, what I always told myself, even when I was twelve, I thought I don't really want to be smoking. I've mm. got to stop smoking, you know. And I, I never, even I, then, you knew it I never good succeeded for, you. for about another forty years. Did you not think it would stunt your yeah. growth? But what? I, yeah, all that shit. Um, uh, but I thought it was bad for you. And um, 
uh, all the time I've thought, don't get a lighter. Because if you get a lighter, that sort of enshrines in stone the fact you are a smoker. Yeah. So uh, over the next 40 years, I probably spent about £4 million on matches. Right. Uh, never got a fucking lighter. No, I mean, that was the great thing about moving to America, wasn't it? Because the matches were all free. You'd go into a fucking uh, a yeah. bar. Every yeah. bar had free matches. Yeah. And I used to yeah. have a great match collection. Yeah. And every time you bought a packet of cigarettes from the, from yeah. the machine, yeah. about five books of matches would fall out, right? Yeah. Well, you know that place, uh, Barney's Beanery, that I yeah. used to go to uh, well, with you, took, with you took you there on you uh, very drunk. Santa Monica. Yeah, I got myself pretty fucking drunk isn't it? yeah I remember from it. anyway so that's where Jim Morrison is famous place for drunks uh, and you and I carried on the great tradition we certainly did uh, but anyway they used to have a brick in the middle of the bar with those old red matches oh yeah uh, so that in those days when you could, could smoke so people come and strike and light your oh, cigarette cool. anyway so I was sitting there one time and this is before they banned smoking inside. This fucking drunk steams in, pissed as a rat, right. picks up the brick and chucks it in the mirror in the back behind the fucking bar. <laughs> and the barman and the barman didn't miss a beat. He goes, "Hey, buddy." The guy goes, "What?" He goes, "That's not what that's for." <laughs> That's what I love the Americans. American barmen are a breed apart. Aren't they? They're just absolutely brilliant. I mean, you know, I once had a Dunhill lighter. I had a girlfriend who had a Dunhill lighter. We broke up. She fucking asked for it back. I was like, I thought you gave it to me. And she yeah. was like, well, you know, we're not together anymore. Yeah. Fucking girlfriends that do that. Yeah. I think I, I think I bought her a, quite a lot of jewellery, right? Yeah. This is when I was quite young. I was about 17 or 18. And um, I was always buying her shit, right? And I didn't get any of that shit back. Yeah. But everything that she gave me, she fucking asked for back. Yeah. Thank God I didn't end up with her. Speaking of uh, barman, do you remember that bar in uh, New York? Was it Joe's Gay 90s? Oh, yes. And uh, we. Uh, no, Bill's Gay 90s. Bill Gay, Bill's yeah. Gay 90s. It's Midtown, around about yeah. sort of 50. 50th year yeah yeah that's like that. right midtown yeah, yeah. It's got, and it used to have this uh, great old american barman you've got to remember people in this country don't quite realize that barmen are a, uh, it's a traditional job in america and they always buy it's you a respectable they job, buy right? you around yeah. they buy you around if there's four of you it's very the fifth round is do that though, yeah because they buy the third drink yeah or oh, sorry they let you buy three and then they buy the yeah fourth. yeah 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 they, but anyway so there was this old guy and he was you know obviously coming close to retirement he'd been a big bloke he was uh gray hair real classic old new yorker american and uh, i don't know why we got into i was with uh, our mutual friend alan hall and alan, alan hall was talking about trying to lose some weight so i said well why don't you stop fucking eating about six dinners a day then that, that might help you know and maybe cut out the cut out the eight pints and the german sausages um Anyway, so this guy, the barman, starts talking. He said, yeah, yeah, I, I was thinking about uh, losing some weight. And uh, I went on a fucking diet. And, uh, you know, after about a week, I guess I lost a little bit of weight. But I, I, I kind of looked at the situation. And I, think, I said, this is like fl- throwing a fucking deck chair off the Titanic and expecting <laughs> it not to sink. Yeah. <laughs> so I gave up. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I once went on a, the only diet I think I've ever been on ever. Um, and it was sometime before I was getting married, I think it was, and I was in New York, and we used to drink in Costello's, this bar that was fantastic, which I'm sure you Yeah, been. yeah, Costello's, um, yeah, of course. And for some reason, I worked out that basically I could I could either have three vodka and grapefruit juices and no food, um, <laughs> or if I ate anything at all, I couldn't have any alcohol, right? So, so you I went think, for the former. So I went for the former for a while. <laughs> then I thought, well, I should probably eat something every now and again. So for about a week, I didn't drink any alcohol, right? But because of the way that it was in there, 
everyone would buy a round for everyone, right? So you'd go in and you'd have like maybe three drinks lined up on the bar. But I, of course, had three kind of lime and fucking sodas. Ah. And it was horrendous because I had all this fucking drink. Because normally, if it's alcohol, of course you're going to chuck it back. Yeah. But this was all soft drinks that were backing ah. up. And at one point, I had three or four. It was fucking horrendous. Yeah. The last time I had No, it, no you don't want to drink soft drinks. They're I didn't shit. lose any They're fucking shit. weight anyway. <laughs> You know, it was a waste of fucking time. You know, there's only so, one way to lose weight. That's to smoke as much as you, you fucking smoke can. as much, yeah. You know, that's there right. may be other methods as well, which yeah. I'm not going to go into here, obviously. Uh, no, uh, but uh, yeah, it's quite easy to lose weight uh, as long as you resort to help. That's the way well, I see it. Well, you know what's interesting now is everyone's saying you can't lose any weight by exercising. So that's it for me. There's no point. If they say you can't lose any weight by exercising, then... Is that I'm, why you don't exercise? Yeah, because it doesn't work. <laughs> well, it's not like I don't exercise. I mean, I walk the fucking dog. Yeah, that's you know, true. I do, that's I true. do about three or four kilometres a day, actually, uh-huh. just walking around. Um, sometimes more, depending on what I'm doing. You know, so, I, you know, it's not like I don't do any exercise. So I live up three flights of stairs. So I do that every day. Uh-huh. You know, it's not like I don't do anything. Um, but I always used to believe the only fucking exercise I love that. That's a, that's why you're healthy. You live yeah. up three flights yeah. of stairs. No, the only fucking exercise. Usually, you take the lift though. The only <laughs> there is no lift. No, no. no, no the no. only fucking exercise worth doing is shagging. Basically, I mean, otherwise, what's the fucking point? Exactly. It's, it's the only exercise I ever take. It's the only exercise worth doing. I mean, if you've ever seen me in a fucking gym, you'll know that I've been taken hostage by something. I, yeah, I will honestly, never join a fucking gym in my life. If I ever saw you in a gym, then I would realise something had gone wrong. Yeah. The world had spun it off its axis. Be me, yeah. I mean, swimming's all right. I wouldn't mind swimming uh-huh. if I could go swimming once a, once a week or something like that. But yeah. I, I mean, I can't. I'm not actually going to fucking join some place to go and do it. Uh, it's not you, mate. It's no, not you. It's definitely not me. Anyway, let's talk about TV because um, Strictly's back. Strictly COVID and drama. Right? Strictly COVID drama. Shitly. Yeah, well, you know, half of them have got COVID, so they're all going to fucking drop dead. But the funny thing is, <laughs> no, they're all gonna no, get it, nobody's right? going to give a shit because no one's watching, cunts. <laughs> now, how does it work? Because I'm assuming that some of it that they showed on opening night was obviously filmed before. Yeah, that, what they right? do is that it's a weird system. Uh, I know this from my former job as a TV critic. Yes. So they have this episode like in uh, mid to early September where you're all supposed to get terribly excited because the celebrity dancers the, uh, get paired up with the pro dancers. Yes. So every time, every single one they go, and, you know, minor EastEnders star no one's ever heard of, you've got... Anton Dubeck and they go oh that's exactly who I wanted every single one of them because it's exactly who I wanted and they always act like the pro dancers are stars but they're not because nobody can fucking name them you know they're just dancing away in the background Uh, so they have this episode where they get teamed up with each other and then they don't come back until the end of September for about two weeks usually and then they start the series uh, of people getting knocked out uh, and then they pretend that it's a really big incident when they get to Blackpool halfway through oh I've got to make Blackpool got to make Blackpool nobody gives a fuck you know and people say to me because I used to like fucking always say in my column I fucking hate this programme I really fucking I really I can't stand how long it is I fucking hate I don't think I've ever watched any more than about five minutes of it there's two things about it the first thing is it conforms to the reality TV rule which is it's exactly the same every week in every way and every series in every way it never 
ever changes. Think about these shows. Yeah. The Apprentice never changes. Uh, I'm a Celebrity never changes. Right. The Bake Off never changes. Yeah. Uh, all they do is they, they just change. Yeah, they never change. They just change the contestants. Uh, the format is militarily rigid. Mm. Uh, so that makes it fucking boring. Then they get in like uh, worse and worse celebrities yeah. till you're talking Z-list no, well, no marks. all these shows, isn't it? Yeah. Because they go further and further down the sort of food chain of fame. And they end up with yeah. people like fucking Dan Walker. Yeah. Well, at least, at least, I mean, Dan Walker is not... He's a TV fucking he's not, presenter. He's not covered with stardust, but yeah. at least some people have heard of him. There are at least five people in this series no one's ever fucking heard of. Because yeah. you have to have the uh, regimental, uh, the required, the prerequisite... Uh, um, you have to have at least sort of two Paralympians. Yeah. And uh, you know, all respect to them and all that, but no one's ever heard of him. Yeah. Uh, then uh, you uh, have to have a few YouTube people and no one over yeah, the age why do they do that? No because because they, they think it's going to get them a lo- young audience oh, yeah, so the kids that watch it, youtube are going to watch strictly exactly Fuck fucking idiots of course they're not going to fucking watch strictly no. they're young you dumb cunts right. i also, mean they're not going to be watching a fucking you know what do you call it linear yeah, television yeah. And it is another saturday yeah, night yeah so it's this rigid fucking format with declining interest stars no one knows who they are fucking test that again let's find out what the judges think you know and the fucking and uh, i'll blow Craig Revelhall were going, darling, you know, and all this shit, and then fucking Bruno going over the top. It's always the same every fucking year. The two ditzy presenters, but they're not really ditzy. They're multi-millionaire. They're They're multi-millionaireesses. And, uh, you know, they they wonder, and the other question is, people say, well, yeah, but, you know, I love it. Here's the other reason I fucking hate Strictly Come Dancing, and this is going to get me into trouble for being a sexist. I can't fucking say stand ballroom dancing and you want to know why because i'm a fucking bloke yes i don't think that makes you a sexist i think that makes you fucking what kind of a bloke likes ballroom dancing it's not like something you do is it you go down the pub with your mates and go oh did you i'm sorry to be stereotypical mike but i like football and things like that and drinking with my mates i don't like ballroom (laughs) fucking dancing i don't fucking blame you so is this going to be the end for it then do you think well it started off on 7.2 million which is a Respect, very good right. audience. But last year it was like 8.9. It's the worst ever launch audience right. that it's ever had. Okay. Now, I think that is partly to do with the fact they've got uh, a shit lineup. Mm. Uh, but it's also to do with the fact that people are, are, ju- are now finally beginning to get a bit tired of the rigid format. Yeah. You can't serve up. It's like me serving you the same meal yeah. every day, yeah. three times a day for 10 years and then right. wondering why you and suddenly... finally t- one day I go, actually, don't fancy Yeah, I'm bored of this. You, you know, it, it, it's so fucking obvious. Uh, and the other thing is they're all, they've all got fucking COVID. So, uh, so presumably that means that the following Newton sort of next two weeks then, there's going to be people missing. There's going to be people well, who can't go into it. They're going to be in isolation. Well, what, no, what it what it actually is, mate, is, is you've got three pro dancers yeah. uh, who've refused to take the vaccine, right? Uh, which is w- within the some rather unusually, shall we say, enthusiastic vaccination nutters that yeah. are going replace them with people that will take the vaccine. Yeah, like like former dancers like John, uh, what's his name, uh, um, Jordan, and all that, oh, yeah. uh, who, who said, oh, yeah, yeah, replace them, get rid of them. Yeah. Well, Kill I'm them. afraid that, uh, in fair play to the BBC, there there is no law 
by which they can ban no. these people from dancing right. because they've decided not to take the vaccine. That is their human right. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, most of the dancers come from Eastern Europe. Uh, so again, not wishing to caricature people, yeah. but Eastern Europeans aren't keen on the fucking no, vaccine. They're really not. Absolutely right. No, well, we'll see how it fucking goes. But I mean, wouldn't it be funny if they, they all start dropping down from COVID? <laughs> Strictly COVID dancing. Strictly COVID dancing. Yeah, you're dancing on your own uh, because your partner's not around. Yeah. The, 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 well, that was shit. Yeah. Why were you so shit? Well, I've got fucking COVID, haven't I? Yeah. Cunt. Yeah. Breathing's a bit fucking You cunt, Bruno. Breathe, fucking breathing's <laughs> a bit hard at the moment. Deary me. Now, I've got a couple of announcements to make. One from Richard, uh, who has sent us a message. He says, because we forgot to do some of these last week. Can you kindly call my son Patrick a complete fuckwit for asking his girlfriend to marry him? Ah, and fucking his girlfriend cunt. Lana for saying yes, pair of cunts. Call them out. Yeah, well, you won't fucking like it. You've just made the biggest mistake of your life. Yeah, you're, you're fucking doomed. You're, fucking a, you're a pair of dim cunts, and your marriage is going to be a fucking disaster, <laughs> yeah. like all marriages, all you stupid <laughs> bastards. You'll just end up Don't be... You, 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 you're just fucking young. You don't understand. Yeah, I know. I was talking to somebody today about it. Say, oh, I wonder if I can get a second wife. I'm like, why would you want fucking two yeah, of them? Yeah, what do you want a first wife for? Exactly right. And then Luce uh, has said this. Uh, can you please call me uh, the ludicrous cunt, you complete pair of wankers? A pair Luce, of wankers. She's a woman, and she wants to be called a ludicrous cunt. Yeah, you're a ludicrous, you're a ludicrous cunt, Luce, uh, and a pair of wankers. I'm not quite sure where you're a pair well, of she wankers. Wants us, no, she's calling us a pair of wankers. Oh, she's, she's calling. Think, well, we're not calling it, ourselves wankers. Well, I think she means it. In an this is a dispensing service. Sort of, we don't receive insults. I think she means it in a sort of affectionate sort of okay, way. Okay, all right, Luce. Uh, fuck off. Helen finally uh, says, "I'm not sure I'd like to be called a cunt by Kev. I'm sure it would be an honour, but could you just say hello?" Um, I don't Who, know, what's what her name again? Helen. Hello, Helen. You can't. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, um, what else is going on? What we can talk about is old Boris Johnson suddenly shoots off to America uh, when there's no gas in the country and everybody's paying a fortune for their fucking energy prices. He's banging on about the bloody climate change. Do you know what fucking drives me nuts? Do you know what fucking drives me Go nuts? Uh, has America got a gas crisis? I'll tell you why they no, haven't. I'll tell you. Shale gas. gas. Yeah. Shale gas. Uh, they have got 120 years of free or rather cheap mm. energy for Although the people. The Biden's trying to fucking outlaw it. Yeah, but uh, they've, got, uh, they've already extracted 120 years worth. Right. So... Up in Lancashire, Yorkshire, we have one of the biggest supplies, the biggest reservoirs of shale gas on the, on the face of the fucking planet. Yeah. Uh, we started drilling for it. We started prospecting. The eco-nuts forced the government to shut it down. Have we have continued, have continued, Mike, we would have 100 years of cheap, mm. plentiful gas. This is the fucking government gone fucking mad. Yeah. Green gormless cunts who are instigating policies yeah. that are making our lives worse because they're pretending that fucking windmills and solar panels are enough to supply this country with gas. And that is a fucking great virtue signalling Big, fat, green lie. You know what's going to happen when a fucking government minister like Quasi Kwarteng gets up in the House of Commons and says, the lights will not go out. You'll be pretty fucking sure of one thing. Yeah. The lights are going to go out. Yeah, yeah. yeah while he's saying the, that. Three, yeah. You remember the three-day week? I, went to, I used to love it. I used to go to school one fucking day a week, right, just in the morning, uh, because they didn't have enough uh, oil to heat the fucking school. So I think it was the spring term of 1973 or something like yeah. that. I was in the third year. Um, and we used to do football in the afternoon and about sort of two and a half, three hours of lessons in the morning. And that uh, was it. Uh, the rest of the week I was off. Yeah. I used to cycle around Hampstead Heath. I used to fucking hang about in the record shop. Uh, yeah. used to f- 
I can do anything I wanted. Watch, uh, I used to watch that shit in the afternoon, Crown Court. Crown that Court. That show. Edgar Wallace Mysteries, which yeah, was quite good. We used to watch uh, Crown Court. did fuck all for an We used to watch term. Crown Court at university. That was daytime telly. Yeah, in those yeah well, days. it was. I mean, that was what it was like. But, I mean, what a fucking shambles. How is it that they've managed to let the fucking prices go so high as well? And this is with a fucking cap because on. because we haven't got enough of the fucking stuff because they cancelled shale gas because the Russians aren't sending enough out of Russia anymore uh, and uh, well, there's too much uh, demand and not enough supply yeah and uh, we could have had enough if we'd have carried on shale drilling and frankly if there's a fucking earthquake under fucking Blackpool who gives who a gives shit a shit. There was one in LA the other day, yeah. four point three. Well, you remember you, were, you had an earthquake. Fucking hell, I was I was in the big one. What the big one that San Francisco got? No, 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 the big one that LA got. Don't you remember nineteen ninety four five? I do remember it. Yeah, yeah when when up when up when about one hundred and fifty people died, a hundred thousand people made homeless. Yeah. Uh, me and Henry uh, came about four o'clock in the morning, mm. so that's why. Otherwise, if it was in the day. Uh, probably uh, a million might have died. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. It was that bad. Yeah, uh, it was massive. Yeah. And there, so we're lying in bed, uh, well, asleep as you are at that kind of time. And then suddenly, fucking hell, it's the loudest thing you've ever heard really? in your life. And then it's and then uh, it's chucking us mm. like four foot in the air, fucking and then hell. back down, back wow. down, back down, like back the down. And then and then and then bits of the fucking ceiling are coming out. And the mason, we had we had a ground floor apartment. Yeah. Uh, West Norton Avenue, just off uh, Santa Monica Boulevard, and uh, the whole fucking thing starts falling to bits because it was an old 1920s apartment block. And so in LA, they teach you a lot about uh, earthquake preparedness. Mm. Uh, So it's like all these rules that you have to obey. So it's uh, the first thing is... uh, uh, never light a candle right. uh, because be gas pipes right. might have broken. Uh, always put your shoes on right. uh, when you get out, of, when you have to right. go, because lots of crockery and shit will yeah. have fallen off the wall. Uh, and uh, and, uh, and get out of the house. Yeah. So basically... to stand under the... Uh, yeah, but that, that's an that's a, that's a old wives' tale. Get the fuck out of the house yeah. is the... Anyway... So this but thing... The building could fall on you in the fucking street. Though. Yeah, well, you, well, yeah, you have to get away from the building. But anyway, so this fucking thing happened. It goes on for about 45 seconds. Seems like 10 yeah. years. And you think... And then and then the whole... Fu- it's like the apocalypse. Uh, the whole sky goes dark. Well, it's dark anyway, but all the streetlights go out. Yeah. And then all these wires, the electric wires, uh, have all... F- broken and they're all arcing so it's all this blue spark (laughs) and all the the dogs are howling going oh and the fucking (laughs) and the car alarms are going wow 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 you think fuck me anyway uh, i leapt out of bed ran down the corridor lit a candle Uh, (laughs) by the time i got to the kitchen my fucking feet were covered in blood because i stepped on all yeah yeah and then i lit a candle luckily there was no gas being laid completely forgot all about the uh, measures Mm. went outside and there's all these people standing around in their dressing gowns right. going, what the fuck do we do now? Jesus Christ. Well, uh, yeah, it's quite a thing. I bet. I'll and, then, and then the fucking ground, uh, aftershocks. Yeah. You have big ones, small ones. 
the ground shook uh, for 10 days. It right. never never stopped. That's amazing. Never stopped. It is quite a weird feeling. I'll tell you my story in a minute. Before we do anything else, I need to tell you about some support that we've got this week. Because uh, support for the Thought Police is brought to you this week by Manscaped, oh, yeah. right? Uh, which is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Oh. Champions of the world. Uh, Manscaped offer precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Now, um, you and I <laughs> were lucky enough to be the recipients of some of this stuff. Yeah. Now, I haven't used all of it. Uh, but what I have used is a thing called a weed whacker, which was great. Yeah. Um, and it's actually a nose trimmer. That's and good, yeah. Trimmer. And when you get to my age, you get hair where you don't really want it. Yeah, where you right? don't so want it, yeah. It's in your nose, it's in your yeah. head. But it was really good. Um, they've also got some stuff called ball deodorant <laughs> that you can get just in case you decide you want to shave them, right? Which I haven't done. But what I have done is I've given it to my son, and he thinks it's great. Yeah, great cool, cool. Because, uh, he, you know, he's much younger than me. He cares about this kind of thing. Um, you should keep got, your garden tidy, got, so, you know. They've also, they're also launching, and this is the thing that I was giving you, because it's a great, it's actually a really good trimmer for your, for your face, okay, apart yeah, from yeah, anything yeah. else. Yeah. Um, and it's basically called, the four, it's their fourth generation trimmer. It's called a lawnmower, uh, and it's a 4.0. And over 2 million blokes have already got this, right? But you can get one as well, because with the Thought Police, uh, you can get 20% off free shipping with the code POLICE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code POLICE. Uh, and they say, unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. I mean, the thing about it is it's very good quality yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, it looks good. It looks, it's really good range. Yeah. It looked good in and the I bathroom. Mean, there yeah. was a time when I was not that bothered about my grooming. <laughs> but but now, of course, because I'm wearing makeup, I'm getting my hair done every yeah. day. I mean, it's actually, I mean, some people listen to this going, Mike Graham's gone fucking insane. Yeah. What's he talking no, about? They said that years ago. Well, Don't they did say that years ago, but they were not fucking right then either. Um, <laughs> but no, but listen, it's a great company. And I'll tell you, if you ever thought that it was just for, you know, the unmentionable parts yep. of you. It's really not, because they sell all sorts of stuff. It looks they good. Do, it's good stuff. They I do, agree. They I do agree. cleanser. They do um, foot dusters. They do razors. They do cologne. I mean, yeah, they yeah, do yeah, everything. Yeah, it's so good stuff. It yeah, Manscaped.com. And because of us, because you listen to the Thought Police, they like you guys. They think, I mean, I suppose women can use it as well if they want to be yeah. particularly hairy. Maybe not Maybe not the ball deodorant. Maybe not. Uh, get 20% off free shipping with the code police at manscaped.com. Com, um, and we'll catch up with you another time. Yeah, I was going to say um, my experience with earthquakes is much less than yours, but I did go. I got sent to San Francisco in 1989 when that one happened. You know when the uh, when the Oakland freeway collapsed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember great, that one. Yeah, there was yeah. a great footage of the woman driving off, driving across. It was the almost Bay a sandwich, wasn't it? Made, yeah, formed well, a, a road sandwich. sandwich yeah. And it turned out actually hard, not that many people died in that. They thought it was going to be. Thousands, yeah, I remember. I remember. And it turned out to be about 45. But the other very important part of footage that you'll remember is there was a, the bay bridge was a double double level yeah, bridge course, yeah. and the woman's driving across the top and suddenly one of the parts of the bridge just fell like that Fuck. and the car went down and she did die Fuck's um fucking hell. but i got out to san francisco landed right went to get a high car no fucking high cars because everybody in town had taken all the high cars and driven to napa to get, to get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of the city right i had managed to get myself a, a, a room at the sheraton in fisherman's wharf got to fisherman's wharf check in and the lights were on and everything, but you could see there was, you know, bits of the road had been split open and there was kind of lava coming out in the fucking middle of the road. <laughs> but it was hardened by yeah, this time, because yeah. right, it was probably 12 hours ago. Um, and as I checked in, they gave me a key for the door, gave me something else, and then they gave me a torch. I said, what's that for? They said, we haven't got any power. Yeah. I said, we've got fucking power down here. They were like, oh, yeah, we've got a generator for the lobby. But you're the rest fucking, of fucks, the rest, rest of the hotel's so I had, fucked. I had no fucking lights in the, in the I had to uh, shower in the dark. Yeah. Eventually went over to Oakland, and I remember shitting myself because I had to get on the, the Bay Area Rapid Transit, which is literally the tube, which went under the fucking um, yeah, un, under the bay. Christ knows what could happen. And I'm thinking, 
how do they fucking know this is safe? And they were like, oh, yeah, it's all right. We've checked. There's no cracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah, going, yeah. okay, then. Yeah, but there could be. Easily. But of course, as ever, with all journalistic uh, Fleet Street stories, got over into this into Oakland and met up with all the other journos yeah. who were there. I think Terry Willows was and one got of them. pissed and got completely <laughs> shit faced, right? Completely shit faced uh, and missed the last fucking uh, rapid transit train home. Had to get a taxi, which cost God knows what. Um, uh, yeah, because uh, Oakland's quite a long way away. The but, thing I, the th- but I got, but I went to bed that night and there was an aftershock, and I remember waking up yeah. and I didn't know because I'd never been in an earthquake, yeah. and I felt this kind of sensation, <laughs> which was vaguely. It actually felt vaguely sexual. Yeah, no, there can be roll. It's a yeah, rolling thing. Because I was kind of, and I said, "Yeah, that's an aftershot." Yeah. And I went back to sleep, and it was only in the morning when I woke up I realised it. Yeah. Been, and the aftershot was about five point yeah. five or something. Yeah, and that, and they can often be a, like a rolling, like being on the sea or something. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the two things about earthquakes, right? First thing you realise is uh, being a seismologist is like the most useless fucking scientist to be right. in the history of the world because they have no idea when uh, earthquakes are going to hit. Uh, they have no idea where they're going to hit. They don't know anything. It's a bit like COVID science. Well, they're like uh, epidemiologists. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so if you go to LA, near where I used to live, the, one of the other places in the Hollywood Hills, there's a street called Yucca. Right. right, and you come off Hollywood Boulevard, and then you go up north northwards to where I used to, and then suddenly you hit this fucking road. This road goes up like about forty five degrees. It's like the steepest road you've ever uh, been in, and then you come straight back down the other side on Yucca, uh-huh. right? And what that is is a fucking great earthquake fissure, oh, really? where the where the two plates big earthquake happened, right. and, and is uh, that literally the San Andreas Fault. Yeah, well, no, the San Andreas Fault is about a couple of hundred miles north of uh, um, uh, Los Angeles in right. the middle of fucking nowhere. Okay. And if you go there, I've been there, it's fucking frightening. It is a bloody great fucking canyon right. where these two plates... Uh, and that, not many places and that's where places. the big that's where the big one might happen right. and they was going about San Francisco but both LA and San Francisco are right in the target line and uh, you might you, you, you possibly might have heard it here first but there have actually been two earthquakes in Los Angeles in the past week right. and usually when that sh- when the little ones start happening there's a big one on the way yeah well funnily enough I sp- talked to my son who now lives out in Long Beach again he's moved back from Huntington Beach into Long Beach and he said it was pretty intense this one it was only 4.3 but now they measure it differently don't they well, no, they it's say, a, if it's closer to the surface no, no, it's, it's, it's a, a lot worse it's a, no it's not that mate it's, it's where it's a, how close you are to it. it right if you're right on top of a 4.3 uh, you know it'll feel like the earth has come to an end right. uh, but if you're but if it's say a, a massive one like 6.5 or 7.1 or something uh, and you're 50 miles away yeah. it, it'll feel a lot less intense oh, okay. so it's a question so it's of how how close you are, close you right. are. but I the, think thi- the first San Francisco one was about eight was about 6.9 yeah it would have been about 6. Point, it could have been about when when you get into the 6.5 to 6.9 uh, then they're, they're pretty fucking big the uh, the LA one was about 6.8 or something, and then it went to 7.1 on uh, aftershocks, which is huge. Yeah. Um, but when you live in L.A., because we get low, we, you get earthquakes all the time. Um, I remember I remember having a massive row with uh, uh, three mates, Terry Willows including, oh, yeah. about whether or not I was allowed to have another shot. We were playing Malibu Golf Club, oh, yeah. and I was, I was standing over the ball, 
and literally I took a backswing and as it came forward it, there was this uh, bam, boom! there was this fucking single syllable massive earthquake wow. it just went bang and the whole place shook right. I fucked the shot up right. and we had a massive row about whether or not I, I mean, should I'm be I'm not a... sure there is a golf rule for that no, no there isn't but I demanded another <laughs> shot well I hope they gave it to but you but you. you get a, 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 a an earthquake uh, literacy so as soon as there's an earthquake, yeah. if you get a bunch of Angelinos right. like I was at one point, sitting in a bar or something, everybody go, whatever. No, no, they'll go 5.2. Ah, 4.9. Right. Definitely a 5. Point. Right. That's easily a 5. Right. And, and we're always right. Yeah. You get used to uh, what they're going to be. Well, I suppose it's a bit like anywhere where you live. It was like New York City when it was dangerous in the 80s. You know, when shit happened, you'd just be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Somebody's been yeah, shot. Yeah, that's right. People getting shot in the yeah. street in LA. Right. So come on, get it out well, of the fucking they, way. They fucking assassinated the uh, big Paul Castellano around the corner of Costello. Yeah, so yeah. Mickey Brennan went around to take the pictures and these guys are fucking lying, hanging out yeah, in the yeah, car, yeah, yeah, bleeding yeah. into the street. And people are just walking past on their way home going, yeah, fucking hell, another mafia hit. <laughs> fucking hell, that's a bit bad. Well, we said when we live in West Hollywood, that, that quite often you get these fucking police helicopters cheat yeah, yeah. and ch- chases across rooftops. Yeah. And then you go, come out, buddy, come out. Up with your hands up, drop the weapon, and then and then and you get, and you're the guy would run, and you'd hear this, right. and then and you then you get picked, the resident suddenly, will you catch a fucker? Get a fucker! Fuck, I'm trying to get some fucking sleep here. Very funny. I'm going to finish up with life little, in America. Um, a little uh, hat tip to Vladimir Putin, who apparently seems to have won another election, right? Oh, um, but just fancy that. that That's right? amazing. I think he's killed everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, by the way, can I just, just to yeah, interrupt? Uh, thanks very much, uh, European Court of Human Rights. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, take 15 years to uh, confirm that Alexander Litvinenko was killed by yes. Novacek by the Russians. Right. Yet we knew this 15 years ago. That. Proof that the Human Rights Court is a waste of fucking time. Yeah, and fucking money. Uh, but they're also now saying there's a third ringleader that they want to find behind the Novacek uh, uh, Novichok yeah. attack on uh, Salisbury. Blofeld. Uh, some bloke who looks <laughs> like he's an extra. I mean, I've got his picture here. Um, he looks like he's an individual known as Sergei Fedotov, uh, who's a Russian national, aged about 50. Uh, videos emerged of him discussing his exploits as a captain, serving as a paratrooper, fighting the Chechens. They think he came to Britain uh, on a flight from Moscow yeah. two days before the poisoning. I mean, why is it taking him so long? I mean, have a look at this guy. I mean, you'd see that guy arriving at Heathrow and you'd think, what's he doing Fuck here? me, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> he looks like a... It looks like a fucking gangly. It's amazing, though, isn't it, that Russia is still able to do all the things that it was always able to do. We have no fucking. What is the point uh, of all this? Of policing Russia at all? What is the point of that European Court of Human Justice yeah. uh, verdict? It's ruling. What is the point of us condemning Russia? Yeah, what are we going to do? Fucking Putin goes, yeah, bollocks. Fuck yeah, off, fuck you off. bunch of cunts. I know. Well, he does. He, does, he, he doesn't care, he does he? Looks, no, he looks at Britain and goes, look at these tosses. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We want to kill someone. They got Britain. fucking cheap yeah. fucking gas in Russia. I'm yeah. moving there. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least you. It won't be cold in the winter. Well, well maybe not, uh, but except when I'm out. Well, it would be cold when you've been. Have you ever been to Russia? Right? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. Have you? What did yeah. you do there? Uh, I went there uh, when I was at school. Oh, really? Went to uh, Moscow and uh, Kiev, and which was then in Russia, and um, Leningrad. See, this is the thing now that I'm thinking. I'm getting to an age now where I'm thinking, if I don't go to some of these places soon, I'm not going to fucking yeah. get to them. By the way, when I went there, proving that the one, so people go, Russia, fucking cold and awful. Fucking cold. That snow they get. Yeah. I'll tell you, fucking Russia in the summer is 
fucking molten hot. It Roasting. is so yeah. fucking hot there. Right. Well, it's like the centre of Europe. Like, if you go yeah, to Germany, it's really summer, fucking hot. It's about 40 fucking degrees. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's the end of the Thought Police for one more week because um, that's enough fucking swearing. I'm sorry we didn't have any. Um, we didn't cunt it too much this week. Not too many cunts. Well, uh, we'll no, get back. No, no, normal we'll business get, will we'll be resumed. And we will also try and bring you some news soon uh, on the show that we want to do in November. Yeah, uh, indeed. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Putting together. Uh, but otherwise, we're going to see you next week. So uh, go fuck yourself. Don't do anything <laughs> stupid. Uh, we'll see you then. Goodbye, a bunch of cunts. You know that place, uh, Barney's Beanery, that I yeah. used to go to uh, with, you, with you, there. took you there on uh, Santa Monica. Yeah, I got myself pretty fucking drunk. Well. Yeah, I remember. Anyway, so that's where Jim Morrison is famous place for drunks, uh, and you and I carried on the great tradition. We certainly did. Uh, but anyway, they used to have a brick in the middle of the bar with those old red matches. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that in those days when you could smoke, so it. people come and strike and light your oh, cigarette. That's quite cool. Anyway, so I was sitting there one time, and this is before they banned smoking inside. This fucking drunk steams in, pissed as a rat, picks up the brick and chucks it in the mirror in the back behind the fucking bar. <laughs> and, the barman, and the barman didn't miss a beat. He goes, hey, buddy. The guy goes, what? He goes, that's not what that's for. <laughs> <laughs> Up in Lancashire, Yorkshire, we have one of the biggest supplies, the biggest reservoirs of shale gas on the, on the face of the fucking planet. Yeah. Uh, we started drilling for it. We started prospecting. The eco-nuts forced the government to shut it down. Have we have continued, have the we have continued, Mike, we would have a hundred years of cheap plentiful gas this is the fucking government gone fucking mad green gormless cunts who are instigating policies that are making our lives worse because they're pretending that fucking windmills and solar panels are enough to supply this country with gas and that is a fucking great virtue signaling big fat green lie I can't fucking stand ballroom dancing. And you want to know why? Because I'm a fucking bloke.